It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. You're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast on the Nick and Roy channel. Subscribe and share. What animals evidence is submissible in court. How many calories do you burn during sex? I'm Nick. And I want to know. No, I'm Roy. (laughs) (laughs) And we scour the internet for information you really don't need. So join us on this journey as we discover more useless information in this episode of Totally Useless information it's everything you never needed to know by listening once a week you get smarter than you think the totally useless information podcast hosted by nick and roy welcome 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 hello my friend roy how are you wonderful having a great day having a great day here in beautiful florida how's it in canada it's just as beautiful as it is down there. We're 1,500 miles apart, but we're both beautiful. You're beautiful. You are beautiful. You know what? Let, let's get a professional singer in here, shall we? Oh, wait. That's you. Einstein was a moron. Newton was a jerk. On the totally useless, you can't escape him, folks. The totally useless information podcast, the science portion of our podcast. My friend, since you're so far away from me, why don't you go first? Okay, I will go first. Tungsten steel is the steel that's used as a filament in a light bulb. Most people think Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, but actually, it was Nikola Tesla. But, of course, Edison took the patent. But the bulb itself was hard to produce and make because they couldn't get a filament to heat up hot enough to glow that much to throw off that type of light. So they figured out, Nikola Tesla figured out that using tungsten steel inside of a vacuum and heating it to 4,664 degrees or 2,570 degrees Celsius for you Canadians. Thank you. <laughs> would light a light bulb. What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> what did they put so, over their heads before light bulbs were invented when they had a good idea? They lit a candle. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, before the fire was invented, they, they just hit each other over the head with a rock. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> great minds, folks. Great minds. Um, the studies have shown that food served on round plates make your brain think that the food served on them tastes sweeter than food served on square plates. Figure this out. The studies have shown. Now, I think the last episode you talked about a square meal. So can you have a square meal on a round plate? I, I don't know, but it would be sweeter. The earth is miniature compared to the sun. How much larger do you think the sun is than the earth, Nick? 
I don't have my measuring tape with me, so go ahead and tell us, shall you? Amazingly enough, 300,000 times the size of the Earth. How do they know that? Like, seriously, did someone go up there with a measuring tape and, and they say, okay, here's the sun and here's the moon? How do they do that? Science. I I, Science. I don't know because I am not an actual scientist. <laughs> and why are you wearing a white coat? Because it's got my arms behind it. Did you notice that? I, that's right, yes. I was wondering why I think you picked the jacket on the wrong way. I stole it, I stole it from the guy who brought me to the hospital. That's right. Frogs and milk. Frogs and milk. Yes, you heard right. Frogs and milk. Long before modern refrigeration, people in Russia and Finland reportedly placed living brown frogs in milk to keep it fresh. Oh, yes. It turns out this curious practice has a basis in science. It was, again, researched for the Moscow State University. It was an organic chemist who showed that there are peptides in these frogs, and they are potent against salmonella and other bacteria as prescription antibiotics. So putting those brown frogs in milk will help keep it fresh. That's what I hate when I'm eating cereal and I see those eyes looking up at me. <laughs> Ribbit. If you could if you could extract all the gold from the molten core of the earth, you, you could gold plate the entire planet in three feet of gold. That means you that's enough gold to put gold around the planet up to your knees. Not the knees of a small person, but knees in general. And please don't write us any letters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how many calories, so this was my teaser, how many calories do you burn during sex? I, I'm, I'm interested to know this because I'm trying to get back in shape, so. <laughs> okay. So according to the, to the study, the results were published in, a, in one of those medical journals. It concluded men burn 100 calories during an average sex session, while women only burn 69 calories. You heard me. The researchers estimated that the that men burn roughly 4.2 calories per minute during sex. Per minute, how how Wait how a presumptuous? On a minute, a hundred yeah. calories and four right. per minute. Let's do right. the math. These are some pretty good guys. I'll tell you the truth. Because me, I'd probably burn about four calories in the whole session. <laughs> Hey, wait till your wife shows up. While women burn 3.1 calories. There <laughs> you go. Wow, that is amazing, though. And, and it's well, amazing, the scientific uh, stats. That's what backs it up. Because it's scientific facts and research, it's true. Well, men, this is another man-woman thing. Men mm -hmm. are six times more likely to get struck by lightning than women. Now, just think about those sheer statistics. Six times more likely. Married men make up most of the ones that get struck by lightning because of the fact that they probably run out of their houses with long metal irons hoping to be hit by lightning. <laughs> they burn more calories inside the bedroom. <laughs> so if you look at all of your, uh, your fingernails, which of your nails grows the fastest? I don't know. I bite my nails. Well, before you bite them, they grow, and this is the rate at which they grow. The thumbnail grows the slowest. 
the middle nail the fastest and it's actually nearly four times faster than your toenail so your middle finger is the fastest one mainly because it's the most used i always knew that that was the most hardy one to bite you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> boy am i satisfied after biting my middle finger nail <laughs> it's a signal Einstein was a moron newton was a jerk you're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Howdy do, folks. Listen, thank you so much for subscribing on YouTube and making this show a success. And uh, thanks to all our friends that are sending us such amazing emails. Nick, the email address? Podcast at Outlook.com. Did you know this? The toothpaste Colgate, you've heard of Colgate toothpaste? Yes. In Spanish, it means go hang yourself. Oh. Which I guess you'd be hanging yourself, but they'd say, oh, look how nice and clean his teeth are. Where do expressions come from? I don't know where, I don't know where. Where do expressions come from? We want to know right now. The totally useless information podcast. These are expressions you hear from time to time, and you hear them every day, and you go, "Gee, I wonder where that came from. Where, what is the origin of that particular expression?" I think that all the time. Don't you, Roy? I'll tell you, it's tell amazing you. to me, and this is one of the most popular uh, segments of the show because we, we get the emails from people telling us this. But um, you know, for me, this show is always touch and go, touch ah. and go. Is a expression that you've heard and it comes from sailors it's a nautical and a lot of these expressions are nautical in the crow's nest the sailors would stay with sharp eye and look at the shallow waters and they try to get the boat in as close as possible and they'd see that it was shallow but they knew it was just just enough to get the boat through there's a possibility they may touch the bottom but they could still go so it was touch and go that's awesome. I like that one. How about driving me up a wall with these expressions? <laughs> <laughs> he drives me up a tree, drives me up a wall. The expression is used when something or someone is causing extreme exasperation and annoyance. Very much like this show. Mm -hmm. A similar expression meaning the same thing is driving me around the bend. The origin basically evokes someone trying to desperately to escape something by climbing up walls. They just used to escape people. Climbing up the walls and away they went and then they didn't have to deal with those annoying people anymore. Driving me up a wall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It sounds, uh, sounds like people that we know. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'll tell you the truth, Nick. The show's been so successful, and I don't want to jinx it, so let's knock on wood. Mm. Knock on wood. And it is a Celtic or Celtic term. The Celtics believed that people lived inside the trees, and benevolent spirits especially That's lived special. inside trees. So it was good luck to knock on the tree to alert them to the fact that you wanted them to be nice so you would knock on wood as a lucky gesture it is and you know it's there are a lot of superstitions around that knock on wood uh to play it by ear is another expression and it's an english expression that features a part of the body which means to deal with the situation as it develops 
without making any concrete decisions or plans beforehand. Again, very much like our show. It comes from the ability to play music without having to read a score. So you play it by ear. Well, I'll tell you, that was a pretty good one. But I think mine wins hands down. <laughs> it's a term that was used to um, explain a jockey who was riding a horse in a race and was so far ahead that he was able to rest his hands on his side or rest them down. So he was so far ahead that he won hands down. It's the bee's knees of information, I'll tell you. If something is the bee's knees, then it's excellent. Some say it goes back to the jazz age. It's a musical term, and it was used to express the feeling of being so excited that your legs shook rapidly like the twitching legs of a bee. Bee's knees. I wonder how many calories that uh, burned. Where do expressions come from? I don't know where, I don't know where. Where do expressions come from? We want to know right now. Totally Useless Information Podcast. So if you want to get in touch with us, it's easy to do. T-U-I podcast at Outlook.com. Thank you once again, everyone, for mailing in your requests, your information. I'll tell you, some of the feedback that we got from uh, some of our friends, they said, you know, if you ever want guests on your show, I know lots of useless information. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, they would be our friends. You know, I, <laughs> I want to thank our, our high school friends. Uh, shout out to the Columbus High School alumni or those of you that never graduated, like most. They're still there. <laughs> the school's been graduated. They're still there. They're waiting in the cafeteria, waiting for the cafeteria to open. The school's been shut down. Hello. We graduated in 1981, and I don't know, a few years ago, it's, it's shut down. There are people still waiting in line at the lunchroom. Yeah. Hey, speaking of food, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Hey, everybody. Come and get it. Your weekly sweet and savory facts with your five-star Michelin chefs of totally useless information, Nick and Roy. Come and get it! So yes, that's the supporting cast that we have to help us out here on the Totally Useless Information podcast. It's beautiful. Beautiful. You've had graham crackers, haven't you, in the past? I love s'mores, yes. Well, I'll tell you this much. It was Sylvester Graham. The crackers were named after him. He invented the crackers because he had this thing against sexual desire. He did not like people having sex and thought by creating a cracker with whole wheat, it could help control those urges. And the Graham cracker was born. I, I just don't understand what would make the man think that consuming whole wheat would stop you from having sex is just hoping that the man had no daughters. <laughs> he's, he's crackers, I tell you. He's like, where's my wife and why didn't she eat her crackers? <laughs> She's in the other room with the, with the other guy, burning 100 calories an hour. Oh, my God. Ugh. Consuming dairy products can cause acne, chronic bowel syndrome and symptoms, as well as allergic reactions. No mm -hmm. wonder we're the only animals that continue to drink it after weaning. Most animals are smart enough to understand that this stuff is so full of protein and vitamins and stuff that 
you have to stop eat, drinking it at a certain point. But not yeah. us. We just continue to go on and on and on. So, so you know that commercial, Got Milk? It's like, got gas? <laughs> it's a new commercial, got gas? Imagine starting off your career as a janitor. Imagine being a janitor at the Frito-Lay Company in Cucamonga, California. He started out as a janitor, and he became an executive vice president. And this is how he did it. He tinkered some of the formula with, with a spicy recipe to coat the plant's Cheetos. Everyone loves Cheetos. It makes your, your fingers all orange and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, he made them spicy, and he brought a sample to the CEO. The CEO loved it, and he told him to come and do a presentation and to a packed house. He told all those people how he had a PhD, poor, hungry, and determined, and it vaulted him to come up with this concoction, and it vaulted him into a position as executive vice president for the PepsiCo North American division. So this this guy from Mexico was a janitor, came up with the spicier recipes for Cheetos, and now he's executive vice president. Boy, I guess he mopped the floor with the rest of the food inventors, didn't he? He did. I have an interesting fact. We all cut onions in the kitchen, and we know that we begin to cry because the acid comes out of the onions, goes in our eyes, and forces us to tear. Did you know that you could chew gum, and it will aid in you not crying? Chewing gum, scientists have found, stops you from crying when cutting onions. Also, if you put a little bit of salt on the onion before cutting it, It will also aid in the fact that you will not start crying. And that is useful information. And we all know that when we hear useful information on the Totally Useless Information podcast, you'll hear this. But here's another additional fact about onions. Here's another way for you to prevent from tearing up. If you put the onion in the freezer for about 10 or 15 minutes... It will also help you from crying. There you go. And here is one more. Use celery instead. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Exactly. Or you can use peppers. Now, peppers, we have green ones, yellow ones, and red peppers. And you're thinking, wow, those must be three different varieties. Wrong. Green, yellow, and red bell peppers are actually the same exact vegetable. They're just at different stages of development. So they are the same pepper. Wow, I have a friend, Peter, who likes pickled peppers. <laughs> is, he from, is he from Poughkeepsie? Peter from Poughkeepsie. Part-time, part-time he is. He's, Peter is a part-time pickled pepper eater from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Listen, that you see a lot of dried fruit, right? There's dried yeah. figs and dried peaches and apricots and... Dried fruit now is like the big thing. And, of course, everybody says, oh, it's dried fruit. You know, it's fruit. It's good for you and so on. Well, I got news for you. The drying process depletes 30 to 80% of the vitamins and antioxidant from the fruit. So, remember, eat fresh fruit because dried fruit is 30 to 80% less vitamins and antioxidants. That's quite useful. Thank you very much for that. But I'm not going to play that jingle again because I think it scares the dogs in the neighborhood. Uh, There's seaweed in your ice cream, and it's on purpose. It's very common. 
that mass-produced ice cream contains seaweed. And no, it's not because people like the taste of the ocean. It's because it acts as a vital thickening agent. So yes, there is seaweed in your ice cream. And if you take the container of ice cream and put it up close to your ear, you'll hear the ocean. Really? The kitchen is now closed. Join us next time on the Totally Useless Information Podcast for more sweet and savory morsels of useless food information. See you real soon! You're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast. What's in the mailbag? What's in the mail? The email address is tuipodcast at outlook.com. And uh, this is from Fred from Tennessee. Fred from Tennessee says, I often don't use Chrome as my browser. Okay, good for you. I use Firefox. Okay. The animal uh, that's on the Firefox logo, is it really a fox? I'm like, okay, I checked it out. No, it's not a fox. The Firefox logo is a red panda. It looks like a fox, but it's not. It's a red panda. So thank you, Fred from Tennessee. And uh, when you click on your Firefox browser, you'll know now that it's a red panda that you're clicking on, and not a Firefox. Which is a marketing disaster, I would think, because now you have to call it Fire Panda. But let me tell you, folks, thank you so much. The emails are coming in, and uh, we love your questions. And we love using them on the show. So send us your questions on emails. Try and stump us because it's it's pretty hard because we do have our methods of finding things out. Andre in, I will say it like you guys, Quebec, Quebec City. <laughs> and Andre says, is it true that Donald Trump wants to buy Greenland? Well, Andre... You are what's known in America as a wise ass. <laughs> a? But yes, but, but yes, Donald Trump has expressed some interest in purchasing the country of Greenland. But when I read that email that you sent, I did some other research, and I found out that in 2006, someone tried to sell the country of New Zealand on eBay. <laughs> and it got bids up to $3,000. So, so much for you people from New Zealand. <laughs> because I'd be honest, New Zealand couldn't even get more than 3000 on eBay. A little bit sad, New Zealand, but, you know. It is. And once again, as we know, as we learned in other episodes of the Totally Useless Information podcast, Greenland is full of ice, and Iceland is all green. Animals, 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 crazy animals. Most of the people who uh, get in touch with us love the animal segment. Of all the segments that they like, they like the animal section. So here you go. Some useless animal information like penguins. Penguins propose with a rock. Penguins use a pebble to propose to their girlfriends. When a male penguin falls in love with a female penguin, he searches the entire beach to find the perfect pebble to present to her. When he finally finds it, he waddles over to her and places the pebble right in front of her. It's like a proposal. 
Wow. Well, I guess he gets his rocks off. <laughs> That's what he hopes to do and burn <laughs> and burn how many calories? And burn at least 100 calories. I'll tell you, it's not only the show of useless information, it's a show of useless jokes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that a grasshopper can jump 20 times the length of its own body? Okay? 20 times the length of its own body. So that's like a human being, an average human being, let's say, is six feet tall. That's like a human being jumping 120 feet. It's like in the new Olympic sport, grasshopper hopping. Jaguar, the name jaguar, or jaguar as some people pronounce it, comes from the Native American word meaning he who kills with one leap. Wow. I'm glad they didn't just call him he who kills with one leap because they'd be dead by the time they said, look, he who... That's it. That's <laughs> what he's done. <laughs> Did Poor you thing. know a mole in one night, a mole can dig a 300-foot tunnel underground in one night? There's only one person that could dig faster than that, and that was El Chapo. <laughs> The Mexican drug lord getting out of a prison. <laughs> That's right. We we are just joking to all those drug cartel murderers. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. We, here's here's a pebble. <laughs> sea seahorses, wild seahorses are monogamous, and some species mate for life. They are monogamous by nature, and they are reinforced by daily greetings before they mate. So they say hello. They're very friendly. They hook up, and they are together for life. Wow. Seahorses. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yep, they say they say to other seahorses, look, I'm saddled with her. <laughs> <laughs> scientists, I know this is animals, but scientists have tracked butterflies and found they could travel over 3,000 miles away from their original place. So they could travel up to 3,000 thousand miles a butterfly that i found unbelievably interesting well some strong wings i would think uh you know i i don't know i mean maybe they're just i, I where the hell are they going three thousand miles away i just you know i just flew three thousand miles and boy are my wings tired <laughs> <laughs> toucans when they sleep curl into little balls they have relatively small wings, and they're not meant to fly, of course, but this is fine by them because they often don't move far, and they usually hop between branches using their curved toes and sharp claws. Yes, it is true. Toucans curl into little balls when they sleep. Another fun fact about the toucan is that they can live up to 20 years. 20 years a toucan? Yes. Wow. Two, two can sleep. I'm going to do my teaser. Sorry to interrupt your toucan thing. <laughs> Although, if you put a string in between two cans, you could use it as a telephone. Okay. Well, that's, that's how they talk. In fact, folks, that's how we're talking right now. <laughs> that's right. We are two toucans with string between us, and that's how we can communicate. <laughs> two cans and a string. Well, my teaser, and I know you folks are sitting at the edge of your seat, what <laughs> animal evidence is submissible in court? And again, I found this one pretty interesting. There is only one animal 
that courts will allow the evidence to be produced in the courtroom as evidence, and that is the bloodhound. The bloodhound's nose is so good that law enforcement uses them to track people. And they can take the evidence of, let's say, clothing and things like that. If the bloodhound smells it and knows it belonged to the perpetrator, they can use it as evidence in a court. Animal, 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 crazy animal. This is the Totally Useless Information Podcast, and you know what? It's time to go. I can't believe it. I can't believe how fast this show goes. Folks, again... You're on YouTube. You're listening to us. We're scouring the internet. We're going nuts trying to find information for you every week that is so unbelievable. And we do appreciate you subscribing. So click on that subscribe button. This is all the time that we have for this edition of the Totally Useless Information Podcast. So in the meantime, subscribe, 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 and tell a friend about the trend. Join us next week for our special Thanksgiving podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.